Today's edition of the Roma Press Podcast is brought to you by EuroFantasyLeague.com. As I've been saying, for the very best on online fantasy football, look no further than EuroFantasyLeague.com. And with the World Cup in full swing, make sure you check out their new World Cup game at Fantasy-WorldCup.com. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano. Nangolan out, Pastore in, Bianda in. The transfer market of Roma rages on. Hello again, welcome to another edition of the Roma Press Podcast. I am RomaPress.us editor John Solano. And it has been a very busy month. We are approaching the end of June. And really just wanted to take stock today of really everything that has happened this month. It's been pretty, pretty hectic in terms of purchases, in terms of sales. There has been a lot of activity from the Roma's end in terms of the transfer market. But I don't think it's over. I really don't. Monchi, in his press conference with Pastore, he conceded that while the majority of the transfers that they've done up until this point represent most of the business that they will be doing this summer. However, as I stated, I still think there is work to be done. If you were following at all uh, Roma Press today, we had an interview with the agent of Maxime Gonalon, who actually, by a couple of different outlets, was linked to a potential move to to Cagliari. Uh, now we spoke to his agent. It was pretty brief for the most part. It was very matter of fact. He spoke to a couple of different outlets today, so I'm sure once he received my call, he wasn't <laughs> he really wasn't in the mood to talk a whole lot more, which I can understand. But his uh, agent uh, Fred Dariguera we discussed the rumors that linked Gonalon to Cagliari, and this is the second time I have spoken to him this summer. And again, he reiterated that Gonalon is going to remain at Roma this summer, and that the odds of him leaving are almost non-existent. Now, whether or not you find that as good news or bad news, that's important because it doesn't look like, in my opinion, that Monchi is going to address probably the most critical area of the pitch, in my opinion, which is the playmaker slash defensive midfielder uh, role in Di Francesco's preferred 4-3-3. Now, to me, that's disappointing. I, I think that's certainly one area of the pitch that needs to be addressed. Dead all he's going to be 35 very soon, so when the season starts, again, it's another year um, of age to him. Gonalon is coming off of just a terrible, terrible, terrible opening season with Roma. I don't think anybody would label it anything other than that. It was a very, very, very poor first season in City for Gonalon, and I just don't think that he is good enough. But despite what I think and what I'm sure many of you think as well, it looks like Monchi is prepared to enter the season with Terossi and Gonalon as the two options in that playmaking role, which 
again, very concerning for me. There was an opportunity last summer where they easily, without question, could have had Torreira uh, from Sampdoria, but they didn't opt to go down that route. Now, Torreira looks like he's closing in on a move to Arsenal. I don't know how far advanced those talks are, but it looks like it's certainly a done deal. So that's a huge missed opportunity, in my opinion. And to not address that this summer is just very, very concerning for me because can you really depend on Derossi to play multiple matches per week? I would say undoubtedly no. Can we assume that Gonalon will be better? Yeah, absolutely. We can assume he will be better. Will he be at the level to which Roma need? I really, really, really don't think so. Now, perhaps this signals that Di Francesco is maybe moving towards a change in formation where they don't necessarily have that playmaker role, perhaps a 4-2-3-1. Perhaps he opts for three at the back, more of that 3-4-2-1 that we saw a little bit against Liverpool and in the latter stages of the this past season. That could certainly be an option. I don't know, but by not addressing that issue in the midfield, Monchi is certainly leaving a lot of questions, which is, again, extremely concerning for me. So that is, unfortunately, one area that looks like is going to go unaddressed. Now, the other, a lot of people have been calling for a right back. Frankly, I, I don't think that's going to happen either. They've brought in Santon. They're still also counting on Karsdorp. They also have Florenzi, who the club are still in talks with regarding a contract renewal. So really, that is three names that could potentially fill in that role. So I don't expect them to engage in any further talks regarding a right back. They were and have spoken to a couple of different names. Earlier in the summer, Kaderebek, Fouquette, there were some options for them to bring in another name in that role. But once the transfer with Nangolan to Inter came about and Santon could be included into those talks i i just think they completely broke off any other talks that they had potentially for another right back which again i i think that's an area that they certainly need to improve florenzi had a terrible season this past season he was not good at all Karsdorp, obviously you have the injury concerns santon um i mean if you look at the rhetoric that is being thrown about by many of the Nerazzurri fans uh, when he was leaving the club uh, wasn't exactly complimentary. So, And we saw the, the goal that he gave up against Roma when, when the two sides met. He has not had a good season. Now, maybe a change of air, a new opportunity for him could you know maybe charge him up a little bit, motivate him. Who knows? But having those three names, having Florenzi, Santon, uh, Karsdorp in that role, for me, not good enough. But again, it doesn't look like that this is an area that they're going to address and that they're comfortable with the options that they have at their disposal currently. So as well as the defensive midfield role or the playmaker role, that's certainly a concern, certainly a concern. However, one area that they are still looking at, right wing and another midfielder now, the big name that obviously everybody continues to talk about is Ziek. Now, I will, I will, before we talk about Ziek in a little more just in depth regarding 
where we are with the move, if he's going to arrive or not. I have tried in vain for well over eight weeks now to get in touch with his agent. Um, and then finally yesterday, I, I, we had a very brief encounter. Um, I have asked him multiple times for interviews, and I know other friends of mine who either write for newspapers or websites have also done the same. And he's just remaining silent. And yesterday I got the, I'm not going to be giving a comment from him. And that is fine. It's just very frustrating because from from our standpoint, when you're running a website, and I'm sure for many others, when you're running a newspaper, agents generally, most of the time, they're, they're willing to talk. They won't divulge much, but they like seeing their name, you know, in the paper. They like seeing their name on websites uh, just because that helps them attract new clients, which, you know, is always a, a positive thing for them. However, his agent is not talking. He is not talking at all. He is not divulging anything. He's not revealing anything. But the news came out yesterday that the manager of IX conceded that Ziek has an agreement in place with the club. Now, from what I was told, and this was only by one individual, I, someone I trust, but the the club are still in talks with Ziek. However, nothing has been finalized. Now, today I've been seeing quite a few reports that Roma already have an agreement in place with the player, which is certainly feasible, is certainly possible. I haven't been told that, but you know, his agent was at the match between Roma and Juve back in May, and met with Monchi, so it's certainly possible that they already have an agreement in place. The biggest hurdle, obviously, is finding an agreement with Ajax. Now, are they going to be open to negotiating with Roma after having already dealt with them in regards to Cliver? We don't know. I mean, we're all seeing the same fee out there. We're seeing an asking price of anywhere from 35 million euros all the way up to 45, 50 million euros. Now, I don't think Roma are going to get anywhere near the 45-50 mark, but I certainly think an offer of 30 million euros plus bonuses could maybe get the job done. I don't know, but it's a hefty fee. It is a, I mean, this is no small order for Roma. We've already seen quite a few reinforcements in the midfield. We've got Pastore, we've got Chorich, we've got Cristante. So in order for another name like Ziyech to arrive, I would certainly think that someone would have to leave, perhaps Jetson, maybe Stroutman. I don't know. Now, I, a logical name would be Gonalon. Now, he's he obviously plays a different role in the midfield, but who knows? If, if Gonalon were to leave, maybe Stroutman could play in that defensive slash playmaking role. We don't know. But given all of the names that are currently within the team, you would assume somebody has to leave. Now, Ziek also has the ability to play as a right winger. I have maintained this entire time that should he arrive, he will not play on the wing, he will play in the midfield. But that certainly could change if there is a change in formation. If, if Roma or Di Francesco opt for a 4-2-3-1, if he decides to, again, play three at the back, there's certainly the ability to move certain players around the pitch dependent upon whatever Di Francesco asks. So we're going to have to see how this ultimately plays out. I, I do think that... Ziek wants to come to Roma. I do think Roma still have him near the top of the list. 
but I think the negotiation between Roma and Ajax is without question the most difficult part of this operation. And I just don't know if we're going to get to the point where we ultimately see Ziyech in, in a Roma shirt. I just don't know because it is very, 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 very difficult. Now, do things get easier if perhaps Alisson leaves? Absolutely. I mean, if Roma are able to garner, let's just say, 75, 80 million euros from the sale of Alisson, then that makes Ziyech arriving infinitely easier. I mean, it's not even a question. Maybe that's why there's been this delay in him arriving this entire time. We just don't know. We're not going to have clarity on Alisson until the World Cup is over, which is very frustrating because obviously you're getting into the uh, latter stages of July, but that's what we have. And should Alisson ultimately leave, which I have maintained he will for months now, I, I just think that the fee, or not the fee, the offer that Roma will ultimately be presented for the player will just be too good to turn down. I mean, listen, uh, Roma play, uh, yeah, Roma paid 8 million euros for this guy just a couple, just a couple of summers ago to turn that into two years of amortization and then turn that into potentially an 80 million fee i mean that's just far too much to turn down and i know many will be upset when this happens I, myself i'll even be a little frustrated because alison is without question the most talented goalkeeper i have seen at the roma during my lifetime and it would be such a shame to lose him however we have seen links to uh, donnarumma of milan should um, Alisson ultimately leave. Now, if you want to talk about phenomenal replacements, I mean, that would be as good as it gets. And it would be another client of Raiola who would arrive at the club. Now, many of you have your opinion about Mino Raiola, uh, whether good or bad, indifferent, whatever it may be. He does his job very, very well. He has a good relationship with Monchi, very good relationship with Monchi. And I do think should Donnarumma arrive, that would be potentially one of the best replacements that you could come up with. Now, if Donnarumma is not available, I don't know where Mochi would turn. I said this on, I'm sure many of you follow him, David Amoyel, his podcast. One of the names that Mochi has been following for a very, very, very long time, even during his time at Sevilla, is uh, Alpin Lafont, the young French goalkeeper. He is a guy who has stated that he wants to leave. He wants to go on a new adventure. And this is a name that I can tell you undoubtedly 1,000% is a name that Monchi likes. Now, he's young. I don't think he would be ready for this big jump from where he is now to Roma. But he is a name to keep an eye on. I think if he were to ultimately arrive, Roma could perhaps even start with Mirante in goal as uh, the first choice name who knows now obviously that's just me speculating that's me guessing that's not saying what i want what i think will happen i'm just throwing a potential hypothesis out there who knows uh, very similar to the situation that we see uh, napoli going with uh, with maret where they're bringing in maret but they're also bringing in a well-seasoned veteran and carnetsis behind him so that's an option that monchi could potentially look towards but other than the goalkeeping situation, it also looks like this sort of revolution in the midfield is going to continue. Uh, Gianluca Di Marzio just reported today that 
Roma are interested in Mexican international Hector Herrera and that he in the in the sights of of Roma and that Monchi is currently in negotiations with Porto for the player this is an interesting one just because it seems like really uh, Roma's midfield is completely full at the moment um you would imagine that should another individual arrive that undoubtedly at least two would leave as i said a little earlier in the podcast you know de marzio even went as far so far as to say that if if monchi cannot find an agreement with porto for the player this summer that he will try to lock him up on a free transfer when his contract expires uh, next summer in the in the summer of 2019. You know, I, I find this one interesting, really, because first off, as I just said, uh, you know, the the midfield department looks currently full. I I don't know where Monchi would start as to getting rid of players. I mean, undoubtedly. Jadson would leave. Maybe that opens up a loan for Chodic. I don't know, but at least two people would have to leave. I I, I just don't know who that would be and how how Roma would go about doing that. But um, Herrera is an interesting one because we interviewed, or I interviewed his agent um, roughly two months ago to the day. And when I interviewed him, if if you want to rewind and go back to that time, Monchi went to Portugal um, in early May, in the first two weeks of May, he, he went there for some talks preliminarily for the uh, transfer market for this summer. And we interviewed the agent of Herrera and also of uh, Porto defender Reyes. And uh, we interviewed the agent. His name is uh, Matias Bunge. And I interviewed him because it was rumored that he and Monchi were setting up a meeting to discuss both of his clients. And I interviewed him, and he denied that he has been in talks with Roma. He denied ever meeting with Roma. He essentially came out and denied any sort of link whatsoever to, to Roma at all. And I find that interesting because he claimed that no meeting or talks were ever held and then roughly fast forward two months later and here we are with Roma looking like they're closing in on um, Herrera. It's very very interesting and I'm curious to see how this ultimately ends because you know his agent was again pretty adamant that the links to Roma were unfounded and it just seemed like to me, when I was conducting the interview, it seemed like a completely false trail. But now to be at the point where talks are so advanced that uh, Roma are even pondering the possibility of signing him on a free transfer if they're not able to come to terms with Porto for a fee is super interesting. It just shows you that the dynamics of the market really can't change at the, at the drop of a hat. Now, again... What is said publicly by agents, players, uh, managers, directors during the transfer market, you really have to take with a grain of salt. But, you know, in football, (laughs) everybody lies. Uh, Managers lie, players lie, everybody lies. You just have to assume anything that is being put out there in the public realm, you always have to take it with a grain of salt. So it's just funny to see how, again, Two months ago, there were no talks. We haven't met with anybody from Roma, and here we are 
um, you know, with Roma potentially closing in on a player. So that's where we are as of today. It doesn't look like there's going to be anything really groundbreaking within the next week or two. As Monchi said during his press conference with Pastore, the club's going to take a break now for the market. They're going to assess where they are when, uh, you know, everybody returns for preseason training. And I think that's the right way to go. They've already done a ton of business already this summer. So there's no need to do more just for the sake of, you know, bringing in more players just to say you brought in more. So, again, um, that's sort of where we are right now. If anything is to happen again, which I don't expect, but should something happen, obviously I will put out another episode. But that is all for now. And until next time, ciao.